Welcome to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett and Robbie Sabo. And welcome back. Well, welcome is not the, the not the right word on this day. After three straight wins, the Jets get absolutely smoked on Monday Night Football. And my goodness gracious, I mean, let's let's let it be therapy today. I mean, chat, ask Wayne anything, ask me anything. Yeah. Wayne, how are you? I don't know if you were there yesterday. Were you there yesterday or not? You know, I was there, but uh, I was doing the uh, sweet appearances and like three a quarter till the till uh, <clears throat> the end of the third, beginning of the fourth. And by the time I had a chance to watch the game, it was pretty much. Uh, over. Oh, uh, so you lucked out. You you lucked out basically. Yeah. Yeah. The the first um, you know, I started right at the beginning of the game, and uh, Chargers got the ball first, and by the time I got in the elevator and down to the first suite, they ran the pump back for a touchdown, and I was like, I don't even know if we got the ball. Uh, what happened? So uh, I kind of like uh, set the tone for the whole night. Yeah, it was um. It was just brutal. I mean, first of all, the defense, you can't get on the defense too much, but they just didn't tackle yesterday. I mean, early on, the D-line was actually playing well. They they were winning the battle in the trenches. I thought, okay, I mean, they're down, but, you know, the D-line's playing well. The O-line is doing okay in the run game. Not great. But every guy was just bouncing off a tackle. They just weren't wrapping up. They were there, but, you know, Eckler was bouncing off. Herbert was bouncing off. And then once the Chargers got a lead, they didn't have to do anything. They had to do nothing after that because they knew the Jets couldn't score. Um, so the offense was just putrid. Zach Wilson was bad. I think, you know, Hackett was bad too. But I, I think it's more a mentality thing with this offense. And I just, it's tough to put a finger on it without being, you know, in the building, in those meetings, the coaches' meetings. Yeah. Uh, you know, what do you think, Wayne, with this yeah. offense? It's a shame with this offense. They say they don't have to like go crazy. Just be twenty five percent better. Yeah. Just do something. Three three seventeen on third down. That's pathetic. That's awful. You know they ran like seventy seven plays total. 50, 49 passes. That kid should not be throwing forty nine passes. I don't care if you're down. If they start the game down three touchdowns, you shouldn't be throwing that much. But no. the shame of it is that. When they have 14 points, I'm like, all right, that's five field goals for us. They have 17, I'm like, all right, that's six field goals. I'm not even thinking we could score a touchdown. It's a shame that we're leaning on Greg DeLeg and Morstead's our uh, offense MVPs. So um, what, yeah. what, what was said after the game? Because I'm looking at the comments and they're saying uh, there was an interview with Salah uh, yep. when I asked about uh, – 
Zach in the offense. I, I heard it. Um, Zach uh, Salah pretty much said, you know, obviously it wasn't Zach's best game. It wasn't Zach's worst game. More the same in that the offense has to be better as a whole. And listen, Zach is not playing well. He, he doesn't have that um, that feel. He doesn't have that overall. It, it's a leadership. To me, it's a leadership thing. Look yeah. at the penalties. Look at the dead ball stuff. Uh, look at the the miscommunication. You know, when penalties are happening like that, when fumbles are happening, it's miscommunication, not getting rid of the ball. And that's leadership. And if you look at it, this is the second year in a row where as soon as AVT went down for the year, they stopped running the ball. For the past three weeks, they haven't been able to run the ball. If you look at with AVT and without, and you can't just survive. You can't play offense if you're surviving on one offensive lineman like that. So they're just a bad way right now. And I think the mentality in the building doesn't help that because one mistake and, you know, they just can't overcome it. Yeah. Dude, this is a copycat league. Everybody who's watching this film, who's playing them, that watched the film last week, we were on the same stuff. Terrible play calling. Um, yeah. I've said that all along. They're running. He's running an Aaron Rodgers system with the, you know, quarterback that can't do the same things. Uh, Aaron called most of the plays when he was there. That's and Hacky got credit for that. He calls but, him at the um, line. See, this is the thing too. At the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes. That's what these guys do. And you can't do that with Zach Wilson, unfortunately. You just can't do it. But do you you go watch any game, you'll see before you go in the center, you know, Brady, they're all pointing out the the mic, they're pointing at this, watch this blitz. What he just gets up there. There's nothing. There's no pre-snap read. And uh, listen, I try to support this kid, Zach, and like these 15-yard sacks, 12-yard sacks, it's like infuriating. Just step up, take your five-yard loss, your six-yard loss. You can't be second and 25, third. Yeah. That's why third down, I mean, this kid, I was asking uh, Laverne today. If you had 32 teams, I would say he's a starter. He's not top 50 quarterbacks in the NFL right now on rosters. I don't think yeah, he's that's, top 50. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, Joshua Dobbs was there on a Tuesday, got his uniform, and he had it going for Kirk Cousins. Didn't really know the plays. On the sideline, he was talking to the offensive lineman because he didn't take a snap of practice, telling him, like, what the cadence is going to be, this and that. And he wins the game. And yep. we got a guy that's been here three years and can't do anything. Yep. Yep. Dobbs. I love, I'm starting to love Dobbs more and more. The, the kid's yeah. an actual genius, I don't, rocket scientist or he's something. I don't know what he's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Zach, I mean, listen, uh, Zach, it, he is what he is. Yeah. But geez, it, it's as if him and the entire offensive coaching staff is just deathly afraid of screwing up the game. And I tweeted this out earlier. When you have a, a mentality that sways one way or the other, offense or defense as a head coach or, you know, as an organization, that that's a fracture. And it, it's been this way for years and you just can't have it. Yeah. I feel bad, you know, get, you know, the defensive guys, I heard Quincy after the game, uh, are saying all the right things, you know, uh, all three phases. I mean, to give up a punt referring to a touchdown, like that goes towards the, you know, points so, per game given yeah. up by the defense, which stinks. 
Uh, and they played. They played hard. And it, We're having the same conversation every week. Offense is terrible. Blocking's terrible. Zach's terrible. Play calling's terrible. And I'm a homer. You know what I mean? I'm I'm an optimist. And the defense is good enough to win a Super Bowl. Um, and, and this is how it is. But, like, just let the kid just throw the ball. I mean, what, what do you have to lose at this point? This That's the thing. Two things could be true at once, where Zach struggles, may never be the guy, is not that guy. But there's also little risk-taking, you know? Like, both are true. And great, he hasn't thrown a pick in five weeks. Who the hell cares if this there's is no the awareness out there? I mean, like, what the – let him – you got when you're coaching guys, you gotta let your guys showcase their best attribute. What's his best attribute? On the run, sling it, throw it like you're playing backyard football. It, you can't. His, your goal can't be don't throw a pick to to mess it up. Your goal has to be make more plays than you mess up, and that's not what they're doing. I think it's terrible. This comment here, Sal has got to hold Zach accountable. He holds everyone else accountable. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean. There's a lot of guys, there's a lot of instances where other guys aren't being held accountable to, but I, I agree with the overall point on Zach. Yes. It's just, you know, it's just, it makes no sense at this point. Um, throw Tim Boyle in there, throw, any, throw anybody in there. The big, the biggest mistake is I still don't understand why we didn't bring any, like a massive amount of linemen in, offensive linemen in the bye oh. or any week, just, just bring bodies in there. Bring, you know, lunch pail guy, tough guys. You know, it's tough to find position, skill position guys uh, off the street um, that maybe are not with teams for one reason or But these tough guys, these lunch pail guys, these blue collar guys, you could find them. You could find them sitting on their couch. They don't need to be in shape. Just go in there and fight. Bring people in. I got to fight. It's not like it's like turnstiles, man. It's yeah. It's just it's insane that they haven't brought any help in uh, or depth in for the offensive line. So yeah, Billy Billy Turner had a rough game. Uh, Max Mitchell played his first game at guard in the NFL, I think, which is interesting. It's not easy because everything's a lot quicker in there. Uh, he's got the body for it, but you know everything's quicker. They did bring in Roger Saffold on the practice squad this past week was not elevated for this game. We'll see if he's elevated. I'd be shocked if he isn't for, for Vegas. Uh, it, it's just a shame. AVT, McGovern, Schweitzer. And amazingly, Becton stays healthy. Um, you want Dwayne Brown back as bad as he was earlier in the year. You know, it, it's – I love the idea of Aaron Rodgers because he's an on-field coach and he improves everything, the O-line, the weapons, everything. And you don't – eventually throughout the season his on-field coaching and style and aggressiveness will marry with the overall mindset of the jets which is defensive and without that you're just back to square one i mean were we supposed to be buyers or sellers at the trade deadline we didn't (laughs) we didn't do do anything anything. i mean make a decision are you going to be like this team that are you know getting rid of contracts or guys who are coming up um and going young and like accumulating draft picks, or are we somebody who's looking to trade for a lineman or a leader, something, um, something like that? I, po- I posed a question too. You know, the the defense is you know Mosley and Quinnen and Whitehead. You got these vets on there, uh, and the young studs, obviously, uh, exhausting those guys that can get in front of the team or in the locker room and like have that 
players only meeting. Who is the person on the offense, not Aaron, that would step up there in front of the team and say, sorry to the defense, we could do better, you know, and uh, motivate the offense. There is no leader on that offense. AVT. AVT. Like, last year when AVT went down, AVT and Brees went down the same week. AVT, I love Brees, but AVT is the far bigger issue. And when you look at this – I'm going to share something. When you look at this offense, it is insane that the yards per carry with ABT and without. In the five games with ABT, they've averaged 123.2 yards a game this year. Without it, 70.3. Scoring, 23.25 versus 13. It's Again, it's an indictment to just be relying upon one guy like this, but I think it's leadership i don't think it's actually relying on his talent i think it's leadership more more so because the o-line is half of the offense nearly half the offense 511 and if you had that leader on the o-line you know you're sitting pretty you hope that young quarterback who's trying to navigate through and you to your point wayne they don't have that guy on offense you know what's crazy is as bad as the offense was last year and it was terrible they're scoring three points less a game than last year, which was the worst. I think there's four times in the NFL that there's been, uh, you know, eight touchdowns in eight games, and three of them are the Jets. It's crazy, uh, man. Especially two years in a row. But they have eight touchdowns in eight games, and one of them, Philly let Brees Hall score on purpose. Yep. Seven touchdowns, dude. Listen, I'm not out there. I'm not in meetings, but you, you know, you put me out there with my squad versus defense that's 31st in mm-hmm. yards given up and 27th in points. You know, we're putting up 40 points, 50 points. I mean, you know, obviously they got Khalil and uh, Bosa coming off the ends there, but dude, there's a Swiss cheese defense, and we couldn't even put a touchdown up. We couldn't put yeah. anything up. My best advice to Hackett and Salah is reckless abandon. Like, forget, forget. Like, even when they're not trying to turn the ball over and then just playing that way, they wind up fumbling three times. Garrett fumbles once. Zach Wilson fumbles twice. They commit boneheaded penalties. The penalties over the last two weeks have been atrocious, awful. The timing of them is just, I mean, that's, listen, it's lack of focus. Um, you know, but you, at some point, coach has got to say, you know, I don't know, you find the guy, something to just be like, listen, you got to focus roughing the passer or hitting late or grabbing when, you know, it's just, you know, it's just everything across the yeah. board. And you never know, defense get some big plays against them, but it's a shame because they're being wasted. Yes. Um, in, in a year that, that, uh, you know, they, some, they still have a chance to do something, but how can you honestly look at with that line and, and think that we're going to score any points this year? You can't. You can't. And the only way you could have that possibility is if it, the overall atmosphere changes, the mindset changes. And when uh, people hear me say that, they go, oh, how do we know this? How do, you would know. You, you would know if that mindset changes. And is it tough to, you know, to go five, seven step drops? too often with a terrible offensive line. Absolutely. But there are ways where you could do it, where you could sneak it in on first down, uh, where you could devise certain things early in the game. But 
they don't want to do that. They just want to hang around, keep it close, feature the defense, and that's just not going to work today. That's not. You know, someone made a comment about Dobbs and, and these other guys have best, better O-lines in front of them. Listen, I agree with that, you know, but there are quarterbacks um, that have done a lot more with less. Yep. Uh, I mean, Burrow got sacked over 50 times that year. You know what I mean? Burrow I makes his own line. Burrow, but like teams have won with, you know, makeshift, uh, you know, with injuries and stuff like that. So, you know, you can't say it's impossible. I mean, we're, we're four and four and it feels like the season's over. And I'm, like I said, I'm trying try to be realistic, but with that defense and, you know, and with, you know, the special teams minus last week, they're going to be in almost every game. So, yeah, they could still win games. Don't, don't, you know, they're not tanking, but no. it's just frustrating that, you know, they can't do anything. Uh, someone mentioned Leo Collins, free agent lineman who's out there, still a free agent. I, I don't know why. I think the Jets worked him out, but. He hasn't signed with anyone. I I haven't heard anything. Don't know why. Yeah. Um, this comment missing Brandon R. Missing their center, making line calls hurts too. Yeah, McGovern being out hurts too for leadership. Tipman played center, and as a rookie, that's going to be an adventure, no doubt about it. But I love Tipman. He's he played great at guard, but it's going to take some time at center. Good point. Hey, here's Linear. There was a third down where Zach Wilson had a running lane, and uh, to get the first down. And he just pitched the ball. I don't know who he pitched it to. And the guy got tackled right away. And Yeah, that was a bad one. My gut reaction, I was actually walking. Uh, and, I, and I see, I'm like, just, I was like, run. And I was like, you know, when I do that at home, my son's like, you know, he can't hear you. I'm like, I don't care. It's just a natural thing. <laughs> just, well, I keep him on the sideline. But it's like, dude, make a play. Do, you yeah. know, do a head first, go over the top, jump like Josh Allen, you know. Do something where you get up, you get your ass kicked, you get fired up, you pump the fist, the crowd gets back into it, your you know, your teammates get into it. Do something, you know, shock me. Shock the shock the fans by showing some kind of emotion. Yeah. It's and they try to do some getting him out of structure, like not being mechanical is the way to try to play this. So they tried to do a little no huddle and it worked in the beginning. Like they were driving the ball that fumbled. They fumbled twice near midfield, but you're right. Do something out of structure to make something happen. But that fear is there, man. The fear is in his, in his eyes. And I don't know why. And I don't know how anyone could drill it out of him. Yeah, don't, are you trying to rally, you know, with under two minutes left down uh, three touchdowns, like do that when it's important. It's dude, it's easy. It's easy to do stuff when it doesn't matter. And, and, and I joke about this in my, you know, my first year or two, um, it wasn't hard to stand out. If you just played hard right. all the time when, you know, the chips are down, you're eliminated from the playoffs. You can't win a game. Uh, just show the effort. And um, he wants to turn on when it doesn't matter. Think I mean, about it. The huddle, you know, get in the huddle in the first drive, and 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 act like it's the drive to win the game. Have that think about it. Like sense of urgency. Think about it. The Giants game, those two plays. Then overtime. I know those two plays. The Giants were playing off. It was terrible defense, by the way. The first twenty-nine yarder to Garrett Wilson. 
they're playing outside leverage way too much. I, I know you want to protect the sideline, but that was ridiculous. Regardless, he makes the plays against the Giants. Last year in Pittsburgh, uh, comes back from a 10-point deficit when no one thought they could win. He only starts slinging it and playing well and fitting it into areas when there's nothing to lose. When a pick or something bad doesn't really matter. Like, oh, I got nothing to lose now. Oh, now I can play. Yeah, you're dude, right, you're like, right on the point. In, like, you know what it's like? It's like John Carlos Stanton or whatever you they're down, you know, seven nothing, and he hits a home run like eighth or ninth. It means nothing, but it shows statistics. Like you know, Zach's trying. It's just, it's just frustrating. Like get in the huddle, look your guys in the eye, and tell them we are going to take this ball, ram it down the throat, and we're going to put points on the board. Uh, you know, take some pressure off the defense. Like Garrett, Garrett Wilson said, you, you come off the sideline after three and out, three and out, three. And you're looking at your 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 buddies, the defense that's fighting for you, and you you almost can't look them in the eyes. You want to apologize. Like, listen, I know you guys are gassed. You just got some water, but you got to go back out there. And, yeah. and this is what the do, defense is doing the whole game. Uh, it's lagging. They're saying, is it still lagging, everyone? Comment if you can. Um, Lionheart says the Jets are the only NFL team in the Super Bowl era to have their defense collect five plus sacks, hold the opponent to under 200 yards, and not allow any 25 yard plays, and yet lose the game by 20 plus points. Yeah, that's impressive. That is an yeah, impressive hard. stat. That's hard to do. Let me close um, some of these tabs just in case we're still lagging here. Yeah, I have like 50 tabs open in my browser, like a numbskull. All right, yeah, guys, comment. If it's still lagging, comment. Uh, we got about five, six, seven minutes left. Again, it could listen, Wilson is who he is. I, I kind of lay it on Salah's feet because it's a mentality. It's a mindset. And I think that is what needs to be focused on first. Yeah, and, and, and this is when the rumbling start. The uh, anonymous sources – you know, what's going on, this and that, you know, uh, you know the, the stories, what's going on in the locker room and, and, and everything else. Uh, and they got to make sure the leaders got to make sure and the coaches got to make sure that doesn't happen. Because, like I said, you know, they go out to L, uh, to Vegas, uh, tough game. But these are the teams that they need to win and have the tiebreaker verse, which would have been huge with the Chargers when it comes to wild yeah. card. I don't know if I'm crazy talking about the playoffs still. No, no. You have like, that tiebreaker to maybe get you the wild card. I mean, if they won last night, you're half out. You got a chance to win be, the East. Being great Before, shape. Yeah, but at this point, you, you're just hoping. Now, another Lionheart goodie here. Jets team offense last 13 seasons. Oh, my God. 31st, 25th, 26th, 32nd, 32nd, 29th, 28th, 26th, 10th, which was 2015, Fitzmagic. 22nd, 25th, 30, 25th. Guess what? Number 80 was not on any of those squads. Listen, I'm looking at this. You know what's movie last? This is like my golf handicap. Can we get <laughs> like like a, like a, you know, like a Vinny Testaverde handicap? You know, he's a, a three, a five, a seven. You know, he plays golf all the time. This is these my this is my golf, my golf handicap. 25, yeah. 28. That's not good no. in any sport. It's not good in golf. It's not good in <laughs> yeah 
And I'm oh, trying to think God. of I'm trying to think of the uh, if there's any parallels here. And the only thing I can think of is the Jets have had defensive head coaches for all for the past two and a half decades, other than Gase. Yeah. And you know, I said this. I defend I defended the floor last year because I felt like he was in a no win situation. Like, what do you what are you going to do? Change the OC? It's not his fault. Right. Like he was trying to be imaginative, and he was working with what he had. The injuries were crushing. Hackett comes in. Do I make that move every time? If you know you're going to get Aaron Rodgers, yes, I do. But I don't care if 1980s Bill Walsh is your OC right now. It's it's not going to do anything. Right. Like it, it's a bigger problem than just the quarterback, even though that's a major problem, and the OC. Even the O-line, it's a bigger problem. It, there's something bigger happening here than just any of those parts, even though they're all big issues. Yeah, it's just, it, across the board, it's just, um, it, like you said, it, it, it's frustrating that it's happening um, year after year, um, and they didn't make the moves to improve our biggest weakness again, which is the uh, offensive line. Um, what, do, what do you see coming up? Uh, with the game this week with uh, Vegas, yeah, same as this week. I mean, a lot of pressure on the you know on the on the offense. Can it, how does our defense stack up with their offense? Um, I think well, it, it, the the wild card is Antonio Pierce. Now, yeah. now is the head coach for Vegas, who just steamrolled the Giants. Um, you know, he's a rah rah fiery guy. They're a little happy now that McDaniel's is gone and they're gone from the Pats regime. I yeah. think the Jets defense could have a good game. Aiden O'Connell, if you want to compare someone, Zach Wilson, to a young quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, rookie, was he from Purdue, I think? He, I caught a little bit of that game against the Giants. He makes, he he looks like a vet out there, making the right calls at the line of scrimmage, making the right reads. So I think the Jets match up well. I just got to see them play football that marries up with today's rules. Stop acting like you're going to win 10-9 every game. That's all. Just play. You can't. You can't. You can't do that. You can't consistently think that the defense is going to hold them to that. It's. Yeah. Uh, it's not fair. It's not no, fair it's to not. them. It's not. You know they're playing their butts off, uh, and they just need some help. So, like I said, season's not over, but uh, this is a must-win this week. It is, and even as bad as Zach Wilson is, and even if he he has no right being in the spot, it's not fair to him either. Like you have to let him wildly succeed or wildly fail don't continue down this eh, whatever path just playing it close to the vest if that makes sense it's um like i said i hope the uh they go out there and you know you know let's 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 shock the world let's score a touchdown let's see (laughs) on the first drive hey hey go out to vegas to watch the game what what kind of odds you get jet score a touchdown on the first drive Oh, it's God. What are we looking at? Plus a trillion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the first drive, that's like almost a fairy tale land. Listen, and like I said, you know, I am a Jeff for life. I bleed green, uh, you know, and I make my comments uh, you know, from the heart. And, and I, I, I don't criticize as much as I should. Uh, I'm not harsh enough. Um, but at this point, like I said, something's got to change. You know, we're not at the point at the season where we're like looking forward to next year and a good draft pick. Something yeah. needs to change now. I don't know what it is, but um, 
it has to change and it has to change now and uh, going into this week. We'll, we'll wrap it up like this. Did you see Aaron Rodgers, any of the video pregame? Dude, what the hell, man? I mean, he's out he there. Is he human? <laughs> I, I'm thinking this. For, for anybody who's ever had a, even just a sprained ankle or a high ankle sprain, you can't fake what he's doing. There's no amount of toral or painkiller that you can put in your body that's going to allow you after a month after or whatever to six weeks after a torn Achilles surgery that you can do that. That's not a, it's not a normal thing. And uh, yeah. it, initially I said, when he said, oh, I might be able to come back into the, the year. I was like, why give false hope? Um, you know, but yeah. it was good for fans. But now I'm like, wow, this, this, this might happen um, sooner than we think. Yeah. And it's going to be the same offensive line in front of him that's in front of Zach, but he's a complete different animal. He gets back in there. Uh, it's going to be fun again. Yeah, there's no Percocet strong enough uh, to do what he's doing. Hey, yeah. Ayahuasca, maybe it is so magical that we just – we're missing out over here. No, he's bouncing around. Man. He's he's on his toes. I mean, it's. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm excited just just that the the option that he might be back this year. Yeah, it's it really is incredible. Um, Jetsexfactor.com, folks, use discount code eighty and rate and review and at iTunes and share. Uh, that's the best thing you can do for us. Um, Wayne, we'll see what happens in Vegas this weekend. Uh, I think I'm heading down there to cover the game Saturday to Monday, but uh, we'll see. I, like 90% chance, yes. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, tell me what you do out there. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> uh, hopefully, at least you win. <laughs> I'll tell, uh, hey, I'll tell Antonio Pierce you said hi. Yeah. We'll All right. Listen, when you get a, a first year coach, a young coach comes in there, they wake a team up. That's what makes me nervous. They do. It, it either goes really good or really bad. Yeah. One or two we'll directions. Yep. All right. Take care, everybody. All right.